I basically told my entire story. And in a roundabout way, he just was like, that's great. But how are you going to serve millions of people? And I still remember standing there going, well, if I train six, seven people a day, seven days, he's like, no, you're not listening to me. And he's a very big, you know, 6'8", 285. And I'm, I'm no small guy. I'm six foot 215 in decent shape. And I even felt like dwarfed. And, uh, you know, you're just seeing and hearing and feeling his passion. And it just like, boom, that was my next breakthrough, epiphany, aha moment, whatever you want to call it, uh, where I just said, I, I need to get bigger. Have you ever wondered, how do you grow a conscious e-commerce brand online while also making a profit? Yeah, me too. After watching my family members suffer through cancer and heart disease using products by companies that care more about profits than their customers, there must be a better way, right? That's when I discovered an emerging wave of successful, purpose-driven businesses, and I knew I needed to be a part of it. So join me as we dive into the stories behind the most inspiring brands in the world and discover the secrets on how they successfully win over the vote of their customers' wallets and grow their business online. My name is Vincent Tanyono, and welcome to the Conscious E-Commerce Leaders Podcast. Welcome back, and I'm so happy to have Mark Siegel here with me again. Yeah, if you don't remember from the previous episode, uh, Mark started his career in finance. He grew a portfolio to over $100 million, but in the process, he had some health challenges and gained a lot of weight, So, which motivated him to take the plunge. He gave up everything in his high-flying career, and he pivoted into the fitness space. And he started his quest to improve his health and the health and well-being of others. And in the past decades, he has helped clients lose over 10,000 pounds, which I can't really imagine what, what kind of number that is. So now with Quantum Performance, uh, he entered the CBD space. He provides the cleanest CBD in the market, helping uh, clients, including like athletes, celebrities, law enforcement, martial artists. And again, what I really love about Mark is his mission, which is to help heal the world one person at a time. So Mark, welcome back to the show. Yay, thanks for having me. Great to be back here. Uh, looking forward to having some fun, adding some value and just making some fire with everyone. Yeah. Can you share a bit about uh, where were you and what was the point that you realized that um, you had to switch like from the banking to, to the uh, fitness and then to eventually start uh, selling your own product? Sure, absolutely. So, uh, you know, it's funny because everyone believes they have their purpose. And if you don't, I would encourage you to find it. It took me a few tries. And what's interesting is in the moment, you feel that you're in your purpose until you realize there might be something bigger. So going all the way backwards, I was in finance, I was in brokerage and trading and banking. And my last stop was in banking where I worked in Midtown Manhattan for a large major bank. And they gave me a book of business of about 18, 20 million, I think. And I raised it to over a hundred million. And it's interesting because, you know, I look back and all I did at that point was take, it was take, take, take instead of give. And in the moment, it felt fine and it felt great in significance of the cars and the suits and the watches and the money and who can be bigger and better than the next one. But when I look back now, I cringe from it almost because I did that 
and I raised uh, over the hundred million dollars. Uh, I did well. Uh, the bank did really well because you could do the math on one percent of a trail of one hundred ten million. Uh, so, but at the end of the day, my aha moment or breakthrough, whatever you want to call it, was I was like a typical New Yorker. I happened to go on vacation to Florida, and I went to a random gym, and I walk in like this big tough guy. I pick things up, I put them down, I bench, I squat, I deadlift. And, you know, I've been working out a little bit here and there, but during that banking process of where I raised a hundred million dollars, almost eating, drinking, taking clients out, I put over sixty pounds on and just became sluggish. And, you know, I walk into that gym and I'll never forget this guy broke me in pieces in 20 minutes of plyometric body work, box jumps, battle ropes, kettlebells, no clunky, heavy stuff. And I still to this day remember laying on the floor, my shirt soaking wet, gasping for air, staring at the ceiling, saying like, is this what it's about? Like, is all this money going to do anything if I can't be healthy? We wanted to just start having children and having a family. So I remember going back to my fiance at that time, who was in the ad agency across the street from me. So we both had very cushy jobs. And I said, babe, we're out of here and we're going to move to Florida and I'm going to become a trainer. And she's like, what? I said, yeah. And I explained my whole experience. And, you know, she was like, let's do it. And we went to Florida. And first, I have to work on myself because let's call it what it is. I'm an overweight New Yorker in Florida saying, hey, I should be your personal trainer who's going to hire a fat out-of-state guy. So I had to go in there and work on myself. I dropped over 60 pounds, four clothing sizes, went single-digit body fat. Uh, then I got involved with the National Academy of Sports Medicine, which is globally accepted license. Got a handful of things from them and started working on the craft. Uh, P.S. Fast forward after over a decade of that. Yes, over 10,000 pounds. Uh, there was a dial on my website, which since has moved to a different page, but it would have a circle saying how many pounds lost, how many clothing sizes lost, how much muscle gain. And I remember after I went through that 10,000 number, which again, even to me, like I sit back sometimes and say that like, wow, I took over 10,000 pounds off of people. That's like two elephants, I think, to put it into perspective. Because someone once said that to me and I was like, wow, I never really thought of it that way. Or a few cars or however you want to look at it. And, you know, I had thought I've kind of arrived, but I was like still looking for more. So I remember saying like, now what? I was almost plateaued per se. So I did like a lot of people did, and I seeked out some mentors. And to me, uh, that mentor was Tony Robbins. And I was blessed enough to go to Date with Destiny in 2018 and meet with him. And I basically told my entire story. And in a roundabout way, he just was like, that's great, but how are you going to serve millions of people? And I still remember standing there going, well, if I train six, seven people a day, seven days, he's like, no, you're not listening to me. And he's a very big, you know, 6'8", 285. And I'm, I'm no small guy. I'm six foot 215 in decent shape. And I even felt like dwarfed. And, uh, you know, you're just seeing and hearing and feeling his passion. And it just like, boom, that was my next breakthrough, epiphany, aha moment, whatever you want to call it, uh, where I just said, I, I need to get bigger. And I signed up for Business Mastery a month later. And then three months later, in Los Angeles at Unleash the Power Within after, I'll never forget, this is like my favorite story almost. 
on March 13th, 2019, my 15-year wedding anniversary, two days before my best friend from New Jersey who flew out, myself, my wife, and my best friend personally barefoot walked fire in Tony Robbins Lane and launched the company right there. And it was just mind-blowing. I met with just great, great people, celebrities, athletes, politicians, uh, and just some everyday great people that are to this day dear, dear friends. And I'm grateful that I had that experience uh, because now I look back and I say, wow, like look what I've done in just two short years. 11 days ago was our two-year anniversary of the business and 17 years now with my wife, 25 together this summer. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast. (laughs) Uh, You know, at at the end of the day, it was because of that inspiration, I am now able to serve way more people. I've served more people in the past year or two than I have in five to 10 years worth of training minimum. So it's a great feeling. And the range of people that I'm helping right now is just, I mean, I have people from six to 94 years old using this product currently. And it is helping so many people in so many different ways with anxiety, with ADD, ADHD, with inflammation, with joint pain, muscular pain, and a laundry list of other issues. And I'm just, I really live in gratitude and I feel blessed to be able to be in this way. And, you know, just kind of wrapping it up and moving a little bit into the past year, which has been a very, I'll just call it unusual year for many. Um, And I know that there was a lot of bad things that happened and there was a lot of loss and a lot of mental pain and a lot of suffering. But at the end of the day, I like to look at what were the blessings, because in all of these things, there are a blessing and you do need to learn. And what there were two blessings to me. Number one, I still remember the weekend before in March, before the world just shut down, I had really come off of a tear of traveling. Like I was in uh, Los Angeles, I was in Las Vegas, I was in Dallas, Texas. And my little son who was 10 was like, dad, like when are you not going away for a weekend? Well, guess what? You manifest it and spoke it to the universe because the world shut down on my anniversary on March 13th, 2009. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, 2020, a year later. So what, just actually, you know what? Uh, I'm thinking about that as I'm saying it. So March 13th, 19, um, firewalking, launching a business in Los Angeles, just out of my mind, one of the most glorious days of my life. A year later, we're locked down and the world is shutting down. And a year later, I'm still standing and doing equal to better than I was pre-COVID. So again, as I say that out loud and speak it to the universe, I want to thank God and everyone that helped support me through this mission because it's a great feeling. I I move with purpose. And like you said, uh, I know we're on audio, but uh, I usually have a hot fuchsia pink shirt that says my purpose is, and it's handwritten in a Sharpie to help heal the world one person at a time. And now I have to tell you, I work less hours, make more money and help more people than I ever have in my life. And when you can put that all together, that's when the real magic happens. And I feel like the more I've been giving, uh, to quote my mentor, 
the secret of living is giving. And that's what prompted me to start our charitable fund, which is launching any day right now. It's technically launched, but they're working on some glitches with the linkage and the logo and just printing it up per se. Um, but it's live. And in that foundation, we are helping Operation Underground Railroad to fight human trafficking, uh, pediatric oncology support team to help children with cancer in Palm Beach County, Florida, uh, Epilepsy Foundation, American Foundation of Suicide Prevention, and Feeding America. So I'm going to do my little piece of what I can uh, to give to everyone and just keep enjoying the ride and see where this takes us. So yeah, that's uh, a short and compressed version of about 30 years of my life, uh, the trials and tribulations. It, it's been an interesting ride uh, and uh, just hope that served your audience. And uh, again, I always encourage everyone, if I will offer my ear and shoulder to anyone out there, I don't care where you're from. I don't care what part of the world. You know me by now a few months. You know, uh, we met at David Fagan's uh, mastermind and I'm looking forward to that again. Uh, I'm out there. I'm available. I'm here to help. Uh, a stranger is a friend I haven't met yet. And that's something I like to live by that motto. So yeah, reach out to me. Uh, I'm here to help in any which way I can in a lot of different topics and areas. And uh, thank you for having me here. It's uh, ha having a blast. That's amazing, Mark. Just wanted to go back a bit here. Like yeah. those are like really big shifts that you did, like from the finance to the fitness to like to starting your own product. Like, do you always know like that you're going to succeed? Like, is it something like in your personality? That's a great question. So, you know, what's funny is while you're in the moment of all of these chunks, as I like to call them, you think you're in success and you, you know, try to strive for more. Um, but again, to keep quoting my mentor, success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. And success looks like different things to different people. So in my first chunk, when I was in finance, success to me was money. How much money can I get? What kind of car? What kind of suit? What kind of watch? Where are we eating and drinking and having cigars and acting like big shots and gambling? And, you know, that was success. So I felt like in that industry, I felt fairly successful. I mean, obviously, look, there were people that made 10x what I made and there are people that made zero. Uh, so I like to say I was in the middle of the pack somewhere. And, you know, during the moment that felt like success to me, but really deep, deep down, I knew that wasn't what I was meant to do. And again, having that aha moment of getting unhealthy and all of that in, in the gym. And, you know, what's funny is I'm still friends with that guy today. Um, and I think he's one of the best personal trainers I've ever had in my life. And I, I love him as a brother. And I'm glad that he entered my life, like just giving. And that was another, you know, he was just a random guy who was just giving and he just 20 minutes with me and look what it did to my, like, he doesn't even realize he's affected thousands of people's lives. Uh, and then moving on to the next chunk, you know, in the beginning, especially look, you're a brand new trainer in a foreign state with no clients. The, the money took a nosedive, but at the end of the day, to me, success at that point was just being healthy. And now I'm a 34 waist at that point, 7.8% body fat, you know, just feeling it 200 pounds lean and mean and just in the best shape of my life. So to me, that was success. And I felt 
ironically, as I'm saying this now in hindsight's 2020, I think I reached a higher level of personal success with my own body and that part of my life than I did in the finance. And then the money came. So again, when you have the money and the service and you're feeling good, it's a great way. Um, but still, you know, again, maybe there was just something there and whatever it was that went inside of me that said, now let's go search out. How do I get bigger? What is that next purpose? And, uh, you know, then came the CBD company. And now I'm at a point where, you know, I'm doing quite well. And I mean, look, I could always do better. Uh, you know, a lot of people ask me, you know, how'd you do it during COVID? And, you know, listen, during COVID, I know people that are zeroed out and out of business. And I know a handful of people that thrived. And again, I like to say I was somewhere in the middle of the pack. You know, we did have a couple tough months right out of the gate. And I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke and say it was all roses. You know, a lot of people were like, whoa. You know, I think some people in the first few months literally looked at this as, is this a luxury that they can afford to be without? You know, people didn't know. Everyone's like, oh my God, I have to get toilet paper and I need Lysol wipes. And, you know, how am I? People weren't like, oh my God, I must have CBD, you know? So it, it almost like it was it became a luxury rather than a necessity. But I think after a few months of that whole event, people started waking up to the fact that this is just a paradigm shift. You know, this isn't something that all of a sudden, like, we're going to click our heels and it was just two months and it goes away and that's it. So they started coming back. And what's interesting is I still can remember the pattern because what came back first were all of the ingestibles because everyone had anxiety and depression and sleeplessness. So the ingestibles started coming back first because everyone needed that mental relief per se. And then as things started opening up a little more, you know, I'm in South Florida. I'm blessed to say we didn't miss a beat hardly. I've been going to the gym four or five days a week. I go out to eat almost every weekend, uh, whether it's inside, outside, uh, you know, and I'm not going to go on a whole COVID tangent, right, wrong or indifferent, but it's just a different world here in South Florida uh, and Texas and Arizona, just to add some random states that are really out there. Um, but, uh, you know, once you realize all of that and that you can do that, that's what brought that side back. And then as things started opening and the gyms and the martial artists that I deal with at these physical events, then the topical side started coming back. Our number one product, the pain spray, that pain spray ends almost all muscular pain in under five minutes flat. And I, yeah, it's really crazy. I'm talking about sprayed on it's freezing cold. And then a few minutes later, your pain is gone for over eight hours, period, end of story. And there'll be at least dozens of people on Fagan's event that use it that I encourage people to ask because it almost sounds like borderline unbelievable. And there's a gym chain down here called UFIT with his 200 clubs, and it's nicknamed Magic in a Bottle. And I still like, I'm a giddy kid when I see like an elderly woman who can't bend her fingers, sprays it on and then can make a fist and work out in three, four minutes. You know, someone who couldn't bend to touch past their knees, maybe mid calf, spray up their lower back and five minutes later, they could touch their toes. People that can't walk up and down stairs, people that have psoriasis, people that I took off 
uh, Vivance, Lexapro, Xanax, Vicodin, uh, Roxycontin, Hydrocontin, Oxycontin. You know, I take a lot of people off of a lot of medication and it's just a blessed thing. I, I, you know, I'm sorry I'm going on a little bit of a tangent, but I'm just really feeling it and just having a mental journey right now through my mind and heart of all the people that I helped. And it's just amazing. Yeah. That's amazing that you're, that what you're doing here. And you've obviously been crushing in this space. And I remember in the previous episode, you're saying that uh, mindset is like the, the number one thing that uh, entrepreneurs need to have to, to grow their brand online. So what do you see is like some of the challenges that most uh, people have in terms of mindset when they're growing their business? Yeah, absolutely. You know, mindset's a tricky thing. And I think a lot of people just don't put in the work to get your mindset proper. And if you don't put the work in, you know, you can't just roll out of bed and like have a big smile on and everything is roses and everything is perfect. And my business is flowing money and I don't have to do anything. You know, uh, that's in a fantasy world and maybe in a couple of movies or 2% of the population of the world. Uh, what I like to tell people is the way I sharpen my mindset is through non-negotiable morning routine. And what that looks like for me, and I spoke about this last night on the webcast, is I first mush with my little puppy and play with him and give him some love. Uh, and then just a little kiss to wifey who likes to sleep in. And then I go right into a Tony Robbins priming, which basically is an 18 minute routine of some breath work from Wim Hof, who's amazing if you're familiar, if not, Take a look at him. He's something else. Uh, then we think about three things that you are grateful for and really be in the moment of them. Uh, and then there's a healing light that goes through your body up and down and think of it as cleansing uh, you know, all your cells in your body. And then I think of three things that I'm going to accomplish, but see them as done, you know, and I'm, I'm very specific with my intentions because it's like, you know, when people say, oh, I want to get a new car, what kind of car? What color is that car? When are you getting that car? What trim and interior is in that car? You got to really dial into that because, uh, what is it? When you say out loud or write a goal down physically, it is 42% more likely to happen. So I want to repeat that. Saying it out loud and writing it down is 42% more likely to happen. So when I'm sitting in there saying like, you know, I want to lose weight, which is like everyone talking about now. I don't say I want to lose weight. I want to say I want to be 200 pounds by my birthday on May 3rd, which happens to be a goal I set, which I think was 60 days ago. I woke up out of a dead sleep, random story, and um, I had the number 100 in my mind. I woke up saying 100, 100, 100. Like I could see it in my head. I was present to it. I'm like, what's 100? So I picked my phone up and I'm like, Google, what's in 100 days? And it came up my birthday. So I started this free Facebook group and I said, I'm going to let 100 people in and I'll help you lose weight and you can lean on me. I'm not going to charge you. I'm just here to motivate and rah-rah everyone together and add value. And uh, it was crazy. Next thing you know, we have like, you know, dozens of people signing up. And all you had to do is put a picture of your foot on the scale. Tell me where you are now and where you want to be in 100 days from now. So it was interesting because, you know, right away, like 100 people joined the group and we capped out. 
And of course, you know me, I'm strict. And I said, listen, the protocol is I need the picture. You need the accountability. You need to have your mind right or you're getting deleted. Well, sure enough, I deleted like 50 people. And they were friends and family. And, oh, Mark, what are you doing? You know me forever. How do you do that? Guess what? I don't care if my sister jumped on that page, who isn't. Uh, you're going to put the picture and you're going to be like everyone else because you have to be held accountable. And if you don't write down, I want to know, I am this weight. I want to be this weight. I am this clothing size. I want to go to that clothing size. And I spoke it to the universe when I was 222.8 to be exact. And now I, this morning just posted, I am 211.8. So I'm halfway there. I lost 11 pounds uh, since we started the challenge. And I'm not going to lie, I've had some tough cheat weekends in between and some traveling, uh, but there's 40 days to go. So I know that I am manifesting and it is written down that in 40 days from now, I will drop another 11 pounds and I will hit my 200 number. And this is what it's about, being very specific. So when you're specific and you put it out to the universe, uh, that is how I think the mindset uh, will be stronger. And then obviously, of course, you know, after that whole routine, I go right to the gym. I work out four or five days a week, whether it's in my own home gym or a brand new gym that opened a mile and a half away from my house. So I'm blessed to have that. Uh, and they've been open the whole time. So there's no excuse. And even for those who couldn't get to a gym, there's TRX bands and resistance bands and bowls and BOSUs and dumbbells. There's plenty of ways. Walk, go to the park. Do some push-ups, do some crunches. You know, everyone's like, oh, I can't. You don't understand. No, I understand. There, trust me, there's a way, there's a will, there's a way. And everyone can do it. I don't care what part of the world you're in right now, you can work out today. So, you know, get the mind right, get the body right. Uh, the soul, I think it's like mind, body, soul, because uh, I'm a fairly spiritual person. Uh, I think that's a whole other conversation. Now would be maybe another podcast. Um, but, uh, you know, I feel like the soul piece comes a lot easier once the mind and body piece are in tune because it just feels right. And then you just put that little bit of effort, a little bit of meditation here and there, prayer to different people, Christian, Catholic, Jewish, Islam, Hinduism, whatever it is uh, that you believe in, you know, what that looks like to people is different things, whether it's, uh, you know, five minutes of silence, listening to music or prayers from an actual prayer book or the Bible or the New Testament, Old Testament, Kabbalah, whatever it is you do. Uh, you know, I encourage people to do a little bit of that. And again, I'm not here to preach and say I'm this super religious guy, uh, but I do believe that there is a higher power and being because all of the stuff that happened in my life, you know, wouldn't happen without that, I believe. And I don't think any of this was an accident. I believe it was all guided. Um, and now I'm going to just keep pushing because, again, as I think about the word chunk or like what I call it the other day, trimesters. Uh, so I'm in year two of this next 10 year leg and I'm really looking forward to see what the future brings. Cause as far as I'm concerned, I've got eight years left on a run that is going to just knock it out of the park and dwarf anything that I've done in my life. Yeah. Just one, one final question, Mark, before you go, yeah, you were talking about manifesting and, and putting your intentions out there. So where will we see uh, quantum performance or Mark Siegel in, in a few years time? I would love to say, my number one goal 
in years time from now, which I need to make a little more specific in my own things as I say it, but I want quantum to be a household name. I want people when they're like, oh, my back is killing me. Oh, got to get with quantum. Uh, have anxiety, have depression, got to get with quantum. You know, uh, I wanted to just go from a circle and a community. I mean, again, uh, there's always going to be someone bigger. There are companies doing hundreds of millions of dollars. CBD is a super saturated and competitive space. Um, but as I spoke last night on an event, just because it's a bigger company doesn't mean it's better. You're paying for a lot of advertising. You're paying for a lot of overhead. You're paying for retail storefronts. And at the end of the day, you're not always getting the quality. I will leave some brands nameless, but there are a few in the top three that do over nine figures that I've taken their products, especially the tinctures, poured them into glasses that are clear, and there is soot and sediment in that. That is not good. That is chemicals. That is trace metals. That are things you do not want in your body. Uh, if you can't pronounce what's on that bottle, if it's a diatribe of long lists items, I mean, my products have four or five ingredients. I mean, the, the product that has the most ingredients is my roll-on, but it's because it has 21 essential oils and they're all natural. There's not one chemical in any product I have. My kids take it. My dog takes it. My dad takes it. My wife, everyone. So uh, it all are not created equal. So I want to see myself as really being out there in that space and not even so much on the dollar side. I mean, listen, I'm not going to blow smoke and tell you it would be nice to add a zero to my net worth. Uh, that would affect my family in a tremendous way. And as I say all the time, I believe I would be the same guy, but just happier and contributing more. And the circle of people around me would just really enjoy the fruits of my labor more. So yeah, I, I like to see it as a household name. I like to see it involved with more sports. Uh, the taboo is still floating around. Uh, I'm dealing with some ex-NFL, MLB, and now soon NHL, but I'd like to remove the word X. I would love to say, you see that picture on the mound right there, right now? His shoulder is in where it is because of my spray. Do you see that NBA guy running up and down? His ankle is covered in my spray. That's why he's in the game and not on the bench. And that's what I'd like to see from my company in the future. Yeah, great vision, Mark. That's an excellent place to end it. So, Mark, where can people find you? People could find me in a few different places. Uh, my website is quantum-pt.com or quantumperformancecbd.com. Both will take you to the same place. You can find me on Facebook under Quantum Performance CBD or Mark Siegel. And you can hear me on Clubhouse at, at Mark Siegel, M-A-R-C-S-I-E-G-E-L. And of course, the typical LinkedIn, Instagram, and maybe Twitter, but honestly, don't use it much. So let's leave Twitter off. But uh, you could put a bat signal up in the air. You could let me know that you're in pain or you need some help. And somehow my uh, vibes will feel it. So I'm a pretty easy guy to get in touch with. Um, Facebook is probably my number one platform that I'm super active on. Bear with me if it takes a little time to get back to you. Uh, because as this growth happens, you know, it gets a lot tougher. Um, and lastly, what I want to add is that recently over the past 
three, four months, I've been getting heavily involved with the virtual networking because of where this world is going. And I am now the captain of Happy Neighborhood Project, which is an amazing organization. Uh, they have 20,000 people worldwide on 65 calls per week. I happen to be the captain of West Florida, South Florida, Northern California, and Oklahoma. So I'm on four of those calls per week. I host my own call. Tomorrow, actually, we're celebrating our one-year anniversary of my own spectacular small business owner uh, Zoom call, which started with one woman and a gentleman from Canada and myself. And we just, I remember three of us being on a Zoom, like, all right, how can we help each other? And let's brainstorm. It was like a baby mastermind. It's a year later. And I look back and we've had athletes and stars and done charity and shares. And it gets very uh, heart-centered and deep. The calls can run two hours on many occasions. Uh, it's not for the faint of heart. And it's not for the person who wants to just come in and push product and leave 30 seconds later. You will not be welcome back. So uh, yeah, tomorrow's our one-year anniversary at noon EST, or I should say EDT right now uh, for those who want to reach out. Uh, and I have a couple other ones that I co-host with some other people. So if you want to get with 20, 30,000 people for free, reach out to me. Uh, if you want to talk about training, about CBD, about Tony Robbins, about mindset, about charity, about a various amount of topics, uh, you have all the info and I'm sure Vincent will provide all of it and all links and what have you. Uh, so again, my last thing I'll say is thank you for having me on. I'm glad that I can help today. I'm pretty confident that there will be some great nuggets taken away from this and uh, just happy that I was able to serve and thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank you, Mark. Pleasure to have you here. My pleasure. Thank you.